11 minutes past 11. Now, if you're a regular listener to Radio 3, then you may be familiar with the fact that I'm always on the lookout for movers and shakers, people and companies making a difference to our lives. So, a couple of weeks ago, I met up with Dennis Wan, and within a few minutes, right, he said, do you know what? I'm going to save the planet. So I thought, I need to know more about this. So I invited him to the studio to tell me more about his ambition and the non-profit organization CDP that he works with. Let me welcome Dennis, Associate Director of Capital Markets and Global Projects at CDP, to the studio today. Good morning to you. Good morning, Sadia. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to have you. And as I said, you know, you, I just met you for a few moments and you said it with such confidence, I'm going to save the planet. And then I thought, hang on, we need to know more about this. Now, first of all, before anything else, um, Dennis, tell me, what is CDP? So CDP is an environmental um, transparency NGO, international, Mm -hmm. founded 22 years ago. Uh, It is a very powerful uh, NGO, which is really looking to save the world. Uh, And that is why I've joined it, uh, because it kind of aligns with my ambitions, too. Mm -hmm. And now... How did it happen for you that, you know, because I I was looking up, you know, details about you and things like that. Now, you have actually been in banking. You've done all sorts of things. What what was this kind of sudden, was it a a sudden eureka moment that you thought, oh, I want to do something different? Uh, I will admit it was it was something of a Damascene moment. Uh, What happened to me was I I had a, a pretty standard career in banking. Uh, I worked for one firm for 22 years, joined as an accountant, worked my way up internationally around the world, uh, ended up as the COO of the uh, Hong Kong office. And then I took a sabbatical last summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, it was quite a tiring few years in, in, in banking in, in Hong Kong. And I, I went traveling with my family to America. Um, I was fortunate to have time off there Uh, And I was able to travel with my daughter for four months across the entire United States, Uh, 20 states, 10 national parks, looking at glorious scenery, mountains, forests, rivers, all the way up until I hit um, the northwestern United States, Oregon, Mm -hmm. California. And my daughter and I just ran into forest fires and apocalyptic smoke and and droughts and, and depleted reservoirs. And it was it was actually whilst driving on a desert road um, with with uh, with my kid that I turned to her and said, "I need to do something different." And that's when uh, I, I came back to Hong Kong at the end of last year, studied uh, in the area of sustainability, and was looking for a role and an organisation that would really make a difference. So that was that was really how I got into it. Mm, that's that's quite uh, quite a story there, really. I mean, I can understand how it changed. Was it difficult to actually find the role that you wanted? I I will admit it was actually uh, twenty two years in a bank, um, you know, working my way up through through governance and risk management and just um, you know making a bank work. Uh, I came out and. Uh, it, it was it was it was difficult for people to understand that I really really wanted to make a change, mm-hmm. and it turned out that uh, environmental um, 
matters right now are, are just a, a greatly urgent mm. uh, scene. And uh, it, the, the papers tell you every day that, oh, we're, we're recruiting in this area, this is the most important thing. But as a something of a square peg, uh, looking at all of these many, many round holes that, that are available now, it was difficult for people to understand me and why I wanted to take my professional uh, skills and bring it to this field. Eventually, I found CDP, and it was it was a revelation. Just the the mechanism that CDP uses and its its mission uh, to try and make a difference. Now, when we think about trying to help the environment, you've obviously decided to change your whole career and move forward. Now, for an organisation like CDP, if you were just to explain exactly how it works and what it does, because we can do our little bits at home, but to actually reach big organisations and get the impact as to what exactly they're doing, how does it start? Okay, well, maybe I'll tell you how CDP started. Mm -hmm. Uh, oddly enough, by coincidence, 22 years ago, just as I was starting in a career in banking, then our three founders, uh, young and bright and bushy-tailed, were sitting in a London cafe thinking to themselves, how do we save the world? And their first thought was, well, who hurts the world the most? Who amplifies the, the environmental impact of, of capitalism? And the answer is companies. Companies in the way that they produce, in the way that they waste, in the way that, frankly, they make stuff that not all of us need all of the time. Uh, that is uh, the, the culmination of 80 years of unbridled capitalism that hasn't taken into account the cost of pollution, of carbon, of all of these things to the earth. And because of that, if you were to ask companies, what is your environmental impact? and what do you plan to do better, then you might be able to guide them to do better. And that's what our three founders realized. But they also realized that we're just an NGO. You go to the big companies of the world and say, what is your environmental impact? How do you do better? They will say, why should we listen to you? So their next idea was to go form partnerships with uh, investors with asset managers with banks who invest in the big companies oh, and ask the investors to ask the companies to give the disclosure data mm -hmm. to this brand new NGO that was founded mm -hmm. called CDP originally carbon disclosure project and 22 years later at this time in 2022 our worldwide organization has uh, corralled 700 investors were uh, managing $130 trillion wow. of assets under management. That's one and a half times global GDP mm -hmm. to ask 20,000 companies in aggregate worth half of uh, global market capitalization to give their data and their plans to CDP, which is now, after 22 years, the largest environmental database in the world, covering themes of climate change, covering water security, covering forests, and all of the way that these, these themes interact. To use this data, we, we gather this huge database of data, and then we uh, give it back to policymakers, to academia, to governments, so that they can make the rules that can actually now guide 
banks and financial institutions to do the right thing, guide those companies to do the right thing. That's what it's grown into and that's how CDP works. So it seems very much like a no-brainer in terms of, you know, if people are going to, if companies are going to give you that data, you know, and be totally transparent about it, the incentive is, is that, you know, you move along there and then somebody else is going to think, oh, they're doing very well. So what is the kind of challenge now to actually get to these companies to say, hey, you know, give us your data. What stops them from doing it? It does seem like a no-brainer. And the funny thing is that that's how I felt on a road, mm. on a desert road in, in northwestern United States when I thought, I'm just going to take the kind of experience and professional uh, expertise that I've got, change it to a different direction, and how hard can this be? Mm. When you spend time studying sustainability, then you realize how interconnected everything is and how much more complicated it is than than uh, how you simplistically want it to be. We've built the world economy on, on fossil fuels and the burning of, of, of carbon. Um, that, without intending it, has put us in the, the climate change situation that we're in. But if it seems like a no-brainer to just switch that off, mm. then you risk throwing a few billion people into poverty. Mm -hmm. The people who were raised up by, by, uh, by the developing uh, economy of, of the past decades. So nothing's as easy as, as you hope it to be. CDP is in fact very well recognized in the developed world, in uh, the UK where we were founded, in Northern Europe, in uh, uh, the North America, where, um, to be honest, environmental regulation and, and, and ambition is more, more advanced. But here in Asia, then uh, CDP is still not well recognized. It is not so understood that uh, the, the complexities of com climate science, uh, the, the, the complexities of um, the, those, those dynamics of fixing things and, and what might go wrong on the other end, um, it, it, it doesn't seem as simple as, as one hopes. Mm -hmm. What we do have, though, is our mechanism of trying to draw out that, that, that data from companies, which we, we have designed to be business friendly, mm -hmm. to, to try and make it simple, to try and make it a no-brainer. You mentioned like it's, a, it's quite a, a detailed questionnaire that these companies have to actually go through and give information. I mean, obviously, there's lots of intricate details in that. But generally, tell me about the questionnaire. What sort of information are you asking them? Right. So when, when it boils down to it, CDP is, is a, a disclosure mechanism. We are an NGO that has built a disclosure mechanism that tries to draw data out of, of the companies using the power of capital markets of, of those investors and indeed those companies themselves. But when it really boils down to it, just the questionnaire, we might be a questionnaire in, in climate change, in water, in, in forests, but it's just the questionnaire. So let me try and explain that questionnaire. I'm going to ask you a question, Sadia. <laughs> Do you like Harry Potter? Yes. Reasonably so. Reasonably so. But you don't know everything that there is no, to know about Harry Potter. Not at all. Well, you know enough that if you were to come across a, a, an internet quiz, BuzzFeed quiz, say, yeah. uh, on, online, it was 10 questions long. You, you knew that it was going to be 10 questions long. And um, 
you, you would be able to answer those questions. Probably so, not, but still. <laughs> no, you would. You would. So question one tells you you're confronted by, by a, a magical beast and you, you have to like choose between uh, whether you're going to use a wand, whether you're going to use a spell to get yourself out of this sticky situation. Question two is, is, is uh, uh, of, of similar ilk. It, it's going to be things that you can imagine yourself in that situation. What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. What would you do? in those situations. And at the end of those 10 questions, then the quiz is going to tell you, congratulations, Sadia, you're in Slytherin House. And you're going to think to yourself, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be in Slytherin House. That's not the house that I want to be in. I want to be in Ravenclaw. And then you look at the questions that were asked and the answers that you gave and you think, what do I do differently? What do I do differently in order that I could, the next time that I get scored make it into Hufflepuff and then I'm halfway to Ravenclaw and and that's that's how you go on your journey to wizard thing, wizardly yeah. betterness right 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 I've now given you a, a, an analogy a synopsis of how a questionnaire that CDP has designed has turned all climate science, all climate literature, and everything that everybody's worried about and all of the acronyms and the alphabet soup that people are concerned about, and I, I don't understand it all, I, I, and turned it into business-friendly questions, which any business that has the ambition and willingness to engage could read the questions, think, what do we do? What do we do in these situations? And these questions now are, of course, specific to climate change. They uh, are about, does your board oversee your climate risk of your company? Have you strategized what you're going to do because climate change is coming? What are your emissions? Here is guidance on, on what those, how to calculate those emissions. It, it is uh, obviously a complex questionnaire to try and rise to and, and answer. But at the end of that, you will have been provoked to think, what does my company do and how will my company do better? I can see that revealing so much that they didn't even know about their own company, to tell you the truth, the kind of information that you're asking. But, you know, once you've got that, how long does that process take? I mean, that, that's quite a, a long questionnaire, isn't it? How long would a company be working on that? It, it, it is not a short questionnaire. And that's because a lot of companies haven't really built the, the, the data aggregation systems um, or, or aren't even properly resourced with, with people who understand enough to run around the company and collect this kind of data. They've been built over years to count money. Mm. They've been built over years to make strategic decisions based upon does this make money or not but they are not necessarily equipped to talk to many different businesses doing many different industries, uh, especially in a conglomerate, say, and say, all on the same page here, climate risk is coming, climate change is coming, so w what is our data for pulling it all together? Yeah, so what's the motivation for them, apart from obviously knowing exactly where they stand, what the impact is? I suppose the incentive is is that you have people like the investors who are looking at things and thinking, well, I think if we had a choice between this company and that company, that's the company we're going to choose because we can tick the boxes where the there, there are so many dynamics at, at play nowadays mm -hmm. that that um, make even the companies who 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 want to close their eyes, put their head in the sand, and not think about it, they're going to have to act now. 
uh, we started with the the the, um, the dynamic of investors. Investors ask. Uh, want to know what the companies are doing by collecting all of the information then CDP gives it back to the investors and they start making investment decisions. Mm -hmm. That's power over companies. Then there's the companies themselves who have gone become more mature in their in their journeys. They started realizing that their supply chains, their suppliers uh, would could also go on this journey. And if you're a, a smaller supplier, then actually you're going to listen to your biggest customer mm -hmm. asking you to, to start mm -hmm. this journey. Regulators are also waking up now. Uh, central banks are waking up. We, we CDP, are actually forming uh, relationships, announcing uh, new and exciting developments all the time. Within the six months that I've been with CDP, during 2022, then we have announced partnerships with the Central Bank of France, with the Indonesian Stock Exchange, with the Monetary Authority of Singapore. Just last month at COP27, we announced that the United States White House is going to be starting to ask their suppliers wow. to provide and disclose their information. At the same time, 18 governments around the world are signing net zero pledges and and uh, and and committing to become net zero in government operations wow. and I, i've mentioned amazing. those regulators as well <laughs> yeah. i've mentioned that that for for the companies themselves who um just want to get ahead of the game now regulation is coming answering the questionnaire is going to get you ready for it and now back to you. How do you feel now after that decision? We've got about a minute or so before the news headlines. Um, for you making that decision, if you look back now, what has been the greatest thing about it for you? One particular moment that you can think of? Well, describing things on radio, radio <laughs> has been pretty exciting for me. This, this, has, been, this has been fun. Look, uh, I, was, I was hired to, um, to reach out to companies uh, I have now, uh, in in these these months that I've been here, I have reached out. I've sat on panels. I've I've been on media. I've I've done keynote speeches, um, trying to communicate this in in the simplest way possible. I really feel like I'm making a difference now. But that is because I have behind me the most powerful green NGO that you've possibly never heard of, but you've heard of now. And if you could just change one thing, we just have about twenty seconds. If you could change one thing, what would it be? To make you know to get people to think about this, what would you say to them? Just the most powerful corporate action your company can take is to start the disclosure journey with CDP. That that is the change that I would encourage everyone to arise to. Brilliant, Dennis. Thank you very much for coming into the studio today, and it's been enlightening. I should I should get you on again at some point. Thank you very much.